street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. What's going on, man? What's up, brother? Good to see you. You doing all right? Chill, man. Just a little sweaty. That's okay. <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm sweaty myself. You want a water? Uh, yeah. Help yourself. Mine's a, little, mine's a little warm. Oh, yeah. How far did you go today? Six miles. Mm. It's getting a lot hotter, so. That's fantastic, man. Six miles. Seeing mm. a lot more snakes. Mm. I'm racking my brain trying to remember your name. Sorry. It's not Keith, is it? It's got five letters in it. Six? Four. Four? Right down here. I remember seeing it too. I don't remember. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember your phobia. But I was just your name that was. I'm Anthony, by the way. Do you want to pick up the conversation? Eric. Eric. <laughs> Actually, I'd kind of like to get a little bit of feedback as far as what, what you thought of the talk. Oh, it was good. Yeah? It was good, man. I liked it. Do you mind if I record this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you mind or? Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm not assuming anything. Um, and I've got my camera here. I added these new microphones. I'm hoping that uh, it might make them a little. Maybe I know there's some like uh, little gray stuff. This this stuff or this stuff. Like, there's some that looks like that. Yeah. And then like, it, it blocks out all the wind. And all mm -hmm. the well, this little foam it works too. They say it's my first time using these mics. Uh, we had a conversation about a week ago. Uh, you had a fear of heights. And I guess I'm a little bit more interested is what was going through your mind after we talked and you were on the trail? Because I think we talked and then you went on your hike, right? Did you find yourself thinking about the talk or not? Or did you I, just kind of get did. focused on your yeah, run? I, I was thinking, uh, uh, on the easy parts, I was thinking about the hike, you know, mm -hmm. places. I was uh, looking up places where I can go. Me and my friend actually going to go hike uh, another part that's, that's a, a high climb. Mm. Uh, next week, so mm -hmm. that'll help me out a little bit. Oh wow! Okay, you're actually going to actively go to a place where it's a little bit more higher. Yes. There's some higher paths. Yes. Huh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. What prompted you to to seek out a little bit of a higher, more more difficult, uh, something that challenges your fear more? Uh, well, I, I like to challenge myself in general. Mm. So uh, mm -hmm. if it helps me out with a certain thing and I enjoy it, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Hmm. So I, 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 I like challenging myself. Hmm. You think going on those hikes would help you be able to get on ladders and, and get over your fear of going on the roof and putting up the lights and stuff? Christmas lights, I think we were talking about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I think eventually. Hmm. Eventually, yeah. Mm hmm. Is there something other than fear holding you back from going into those situations? Uh, not really. 
Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, I don't know if it's the fear of heights or the fear of falling. I don't know <laughs> which, which one it is. Mm. If you ever want to chat more about this fear that you have or a deep another belief that you have, um, that, that week, last week I was experimenting with phobias, but normally I talk about something that you really think is true. Uh, typically supernatural stuff. So you think God is real or you think karma is a thing those type of things or you're absolutely sure that you've seen a ghost that type of stuff I haven't seen it but I've seen stuff I believe in karma mm-hmm. as for God I believe that there's something powerful out there but mm-hmm. it's just when it comes to a whole when it comes to a whole I heard it too something's it, wrestling it, 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 when it comes to the whole you gotta thank him for everything you do I'm like I don't know about that one man. Ah. That's the one I'm like, no. It's not a pet peeve, but it bothers me when people are saying, I couldn't have done this with that guy. I, mm. I didn't get here because of this. I didn't get here because of this. And it's like, dude, you put in the work. I don't know why. You studied. You went to the classes. You, you did. did the extra credit. You skipped that party because you knew you had a big test tomorrow. Yeah, or like, in regards to work in general, saying, yeah, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't get this promotion because it's like, yes. So and so, like, no, dude. Like when I got promoted, supervisor, everyone was saying, oh, thank God, and it's like, dude, I'm the one that busting my ass. I'm the one that's coming here on my days off. Mm-hmm. Whenever they called me in, I came in. I mean, I put in work. Yeah, that's what got me my supervisor position. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. something supernatural. Or Whatever, would that be mythical or what, what, what that? Supernatural, kind of? I guess, is or, or mystical, magical. On a scale from zero to one hundred, how confident would you say that you are that a god is real? Zero would be I have no confidence at all. It's all questions. It's all doubt. Hundred percent, no question in my mind. I'm entirely hundred percent confident that it's true. I'm gonna say about twenty, twenty twenty-five. Okay. Hmm. So like, there's the. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying like miracles don't happen, but uh-huh. uh, the same thing is like certain things may cause that to happen. Somebody can claim that they've had a miracle, but it's hard to tell whether it really was a god that did it or some other explanation. Yes. Yeah. What is the last thing holding you back from moving you down from a 25 to like a 2? I'm more of a see it to believe it kind of person. Okay, so what have you seen to get you to the 25? Uh, well, I've seen videos. My uh, my friend, he's running into, into church, into in uh-huh. going to church stuff. He showed me a video of this girl. She's uh, she had that uh, condition where one leg was shorter than the other one. Okay. Yeah, and then they just did their thing, and then mm. next thing you know, mm. they're straight out, evened up. So I'm like, that's 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 weird. Okay. So, she, and, uh, so you've seen a leg lengthening video. Yeah, my friend showed it to me. He was like, yeah, look, this, look, this, look what we did. Mm-hmm. So and like, that, uh, sorry, and that compels you to think that there must be some God behind making that happen. Something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it was just a bad angle or they just like, she was bending and then stretch it out. That, I don't know. But mm-hmm. from what I saw, like, from what I saw, her legs were straight. They were holding it. They were, you know, praying. And then next thing you know, her legs were evened out. Okay. And because you watch that video, you're not at a 2% on your confidence that a God is real. You're more around like the 25. 25. Okay. But at the okay. same time, it's like hmm. when people go into hospitals, they get cured. They're saying, oh, it's because of God. But like, no, dude, you just got a couple of drugs pumped into you that cured your disease. 
or you got treatment that's what helped you go to get go made it go mm -hmm. away Oh, interesting. So if you encounter a friend who says, oh, it was a miracle that I survived this disease. I spent three months in the hospital and Jesus, it's, Jesus made this happen. You'd be like, no dog. It was the doctors. Okay. The doctor saved you. Yet in this instance, you've watched a compelling video that showed a leg lengthening and it's, it's moved you from a high degree of doubt to... Still high. But, mm -hmm. I don't know. but like, like to me, like, like I'm more seen to believe it. I'm more like if I can mm -hmm. see it being proven, mm -hmm. then I'm like, okay, this is what's gonna happen. I'm more like a sci like not science person, but like I like to see the facts. Yeah, I like to see the how it's, uh, everything's done, mm -hmm. not just being like, oh, it's because of this. Like, oh, I'm just go with that. No, I want to know how it works. One of the steps of how it gets there. How did the leg lengthening thing work? They were just praying. How did you determine that it was the prayer that made the legs grow? I never thought about that. Hmm. I think uh, it was just in the moment when I was in the video, I was like, Already amazed, but I was I couldn't like how I was trying to figure out how that happened. And my friend was like, "Do prayer." And I was like, "Okay, we'll do prayer. That's what that's mm. how it worked." Mm. I think I think it was just in that moment. Mm. I was just like, "Okay, it's because of this." Mm -hmm. But I think if I had actually thought about it a little more, then I'd be like, "Nah, it's something else. Mm. They just stretched her out or something." I don't mm. know. If the video was slightly different, and instead of the people praying, they sacrificed a chicken and then uh, threw it into the, into the fire and then took the ashes and spread it on the woman's feet and then did the leg lengthening. Would you, would you still find that compelling? No. Oh. That's just, I don't, I don't really believe in black dark magic, black magic, mm -hmm. that's. You know, what I'm kind of wondering is how is the prayer any different from the chicken sacrifice? Interesting question, isn't it? If in the video they were actually praying, but they decided to pray to a Norse god, you know, something, I'm trying to even think of what one might be, I don't know, Odin. Thor. Thor, sure. So let's say they weren't doing the chicken thing, but they decided to do a prayer, but it was to a god that you've never heard of before. Would you find it compelling to move you from a 2 to a 25? That, uh, I'll have to look up this 
whichever who they were praying for first. Mm. Was, okay. Yeah. If I've never heard him, I'm like, well, is this guy just if you just pray this guy and mm. I make a girl stuff? I'm like, no, nah, I don't believe that. One. Mm. So I have to look up, say, what is this? Who is this person that I've never heard before? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, let's say that there's actually a group here in San Antonio that prays to Thor regularly or Odin. I'm not sure who we're using here, and and they they have families and kids that were raised in this and and somebody's doubtful that this is actually true but they happen to be watching a video where they were actually praying to thor and they did a lengthening video do you think the person might be might find that compelling because they were they were exposed to that other god maybe do you think that they would find it less compelling if it was about a completely different God that they weren't already worshiping? Yeah. Mm. yeah so it, it, it's like if you grow up around something mm -hmm. and you see something, they're like, okay, it must be true. But if you grow up something else, they're like, ah, that's bullshit. Mm. I believe that. Mm. So. So. <laughs> what do you think might be the best way to figure out what was really happening in that video. If it was prayer to a particular God, or it was um, somebody sacrificing a chicken, or that it was some trick or something, what might be the best way to figure out what was really true, what was really happening? Uh, the most certain way, I think, was that you had to be in that, in that moment to see it. Mm. If not, mm -hmm. just talk to the people, or the person that got their leg lengthened. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. What happened? Mm. Like exactly what happened? Okay. Actually, sort of gather some research, yes. or research or something, or some evidence. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to be able to like interview the person who was making the prayer, figure out who they were actually actually exactly praying to, interview the person who did the leg lengthening thing. Um, do you have the ability to do that? Uh, I don't know. I was back in high school, but okay, it was a while I was ago. Back in high school. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't even know if he he's, he's still even going to that same church or he even talks to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a while back. <laughs> All right, so we can wrap this up. But based on what we've just talked about and this particular incident and how it influenced your confidence, do you think going from a two to a twenty-five, based on observing this one video? is a is a justifiable leap to make I'm getting yes and no at the same time mm. yes no, saying that it's like it's saying like it's the possibility but no it's like maybe it's just like a bad angle so this like cause I don't know I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how to answer that one mm -hmm. So, would you take some time to think about it and maybe meet up again? Yeah, I still have your card. Okay, good. <laughs> Eric, yeah. I, will, I will try to remember your name next time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, sir. That's it. Take care. Well, he was. He was giving the very definition of cognitive dissonance there. I want to say yes, I want to say no. I, I have this battle going on in my mind right at this moment. That's the kind of place that I like to leave people at in a gentle way. I don't want to like mind fuck them or anything, 
and, and sort of leave him in that state of aporia, in that state of wonder, to examine if he can really use that as a justifiable way to be confident that that belief is true. Oh, uh, by the way, I wanted to mention that I've written a blog post on how to use this method with loved ones. You'll find a link to that in the video description. There's also an audio version if you'd prefer to just listen to it rather than read it. But there's absolutely no reason why you couldn't have a similar conversation to the one that you just witnessed between Eric and myself with a loved one in your life, a family member, a friend, a coworker. Admittedly, they are more difficult to have those kind of talks. The person might know where you stand on the issue or maybe you battled before in the past, but it is surmountable. And uh, I really do hope that you check out the, that resource as well as the other resources that are out there besides just my videos. Sometimes I'm stunned to find that people have just watched videos but never joined the Facebook group that we have or went to the Street Epistemology website or listened to the podcast. And other people are uploading content as well. So make sure that you're, you're reaching out beyond just the videos that I'm uploading and the content that I'm putting out there. This is a diverse community and we are experimenting and coming up with all different creative ways to make Street Epistemology grow. And I hope that you will go out and support the folks who are doing that. Thanks for watching. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.